On this week's episode, you're going to hear Alan and I talking about the 2024 Grand American, including interviews with some of the winners and some of the other folks that are there. Hope you enjoy this one. You're listening to the UKC Hunting Ops Podcast, celebrating hunting dog heritage, competition, and community. United Kennel Club has been the hunting dog sports home for coonhounds, beagles, retrievers, pointers, cur feist, and more for over 125 years. This podcast is fueled by Yukonuba, the official performance dog nutrition partner of UKC. Welcome back to the UKC Hunting Ops Podcast. This is Trevor Wade. I'm the Coonhound Program Manager here at UKC, and I'm joined today, as usual, by the Director of Hunting Ops, Alan Gingrich. What's going on today, Alan? Well, it's a good day here at work again. It's uh, cold out as we're recording, man. We were we're going to talk about the Grand American today, where it was super, super nice, and a matter of a week later, wow, what a change. I know. Went from like almost 70 degrees to 30 below wind chill. We had the blizzard of 24 out there. I know. I barely made it to work. I know. <laughs> no, it's been, a, it's been a cold, cold weekend, but uh, we're going to warm it up here and talk about the Grand American a little bit. Obviously, now it's been a couple weeks since the, the event. You've probably seen all the results online there, but uh, while we were there, we always like to make it a point at some of these major events where I have to try to get some interviews from people you may not hear from all the time on these uh, major events, and we did that. We were able to do that over the weekend, but it was another fun weekend down there in South Carolina. Yeah, it was even just the trip. We we get to break up the trip. It's like, what is it, 12 or 13 hours here from the Kalamazoo, yeah. something like that, and that's a long ride, you know, but we get to uh, break it up. We go down to, you know, what is it, uh, just east of Sevierville, Knox, yeah, Sevierville, east of Knoxville, Tennessee there, and get a hotel and, you know, drive about eight, eight and a half hours, break it up. And that really, that really helps. Go to the chop shop. You weren't, you were kind of under the weather there. I wanted, we always eat at the chop shop and uh, I was looking forward to my prime rib and here you can't even go. Yeah. But, that, uh, the night before I, I had eaten a little place here in town and I was blaming it. I thought it was food poisoning and I was, and then I found out my mom was also sick and they had just been in town the weekend yeah. before and turned out probably a little, Probably a little 24-hour bug. So I was I was not very helpful on the drive down to Sevierville at all, but yeah. I was feeling pretty puny. Uh, yeah, I know. I did get to – I thought I was going to get to sleep. And you showed up <laughs> the house, picked me up, and, yeah. I, but, hey, that's all good. But, uh, yeah, I was afraid I might get sick. But I think I ate enough mud and dirt when I was a kid. <laughs> I'm kind of immune to it. Don't get sick as often. <laughs> but, yeah. Hey, I got to meet up with Philip King. He went and ate uh, ate dinner with me then. So I wasn't uh, didn't go to dinner by myself. But, no. Uh, talk dogs and and everything else with old philip there so that was good i'm sure you learned something yeah they tried to give us he got some he got some food he ordered some food for his wife or his kids or whatever and uh then when they brought us the bill i was going to pay for everything but they gave me they gave him my bill for <laughs> he kind of looked at it kind of him out around a little bit he's like well uh uh no, mine was not even half of what his was <laughs> uh, he's like uh i thought i I had to, didn't know what was going on to begin with, but then as I figured it out pretty quickly, he got he got the big bill. But <laughs> that's right. Uh, well, and then that that makes so we that was on Wednesday, yeah. And on Thursday we drove the other four hours over there to Orangeburg. Um, you know we kept hearing about some weather up in the northeast, and that probably affected some people. Didn't affect our drive at all. We made it through the mountains pretty 
handily we got there about noon and got all set up and got to go out and visit with people thursday's kind of a fun day always to visit with the vendors and catch up with the old grand american american committee all setting up everything that's a fun day yeah yeah you and i even went down to the chamber of commerce met with them talked to them about some of the you know they were have getting the zones in the tsc right there or the toc regions right there in the uh Oh, what did I say? TSC? Yeah, you're thinking TSC. tractor supply, Tra- maybe? Tractor supply. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I've been there a few times, too, here in the last couple of days. Yeah. But, yeah, so we talked to them about they're getting a little help from the local uh, uh, chamber. So that's all good. But, yeah, it's a fun day. And have a little dinner on Thursday night, you know, and, and um, it's a good – Thursday's a great day. Yeah. yeah. And then Friday comes along, and – you get a little bit bombarded there. It's uh, it was a great crowd this week or that weekend. Yeah, see, Philip Foster came down our field rep from or came up, I should say. He's there in southern, right on the Georgia South Carolina line. He came up to to help and uh, to to help you and I a little bit. And it's just going to be him and I at the table because a lot of times you're back in the back office helping them a little bit with uh, changes and some stuff like that, working through our systems, get dog information. Uh, but then he turns, uh, he's he's sick as well. Yeah. So uh, I was kind of the Lone Ranger that's the table and it was pretty busy. It took yeah. uh, you know, a lot of folks brought their registration work up there. And that's one thing folks can do when we go to these events. We we're there. Uh bring your dog papers, all that kind of stuff. We we uh bring it back to the office. We can't process it there. But uh the one thing we can do there, it kind of goes in front of the line of the regular mail yeah. and, and gets right back out, you know, in a matter of a couple of days they uh, Taylor told us that was all done, you know, so, uh, it should, folks should be, should have all their stuff by don't, now. Don't worry, have to worry about them getting hung up at the major mailing hubs and things like yeah, that. Cause yeah. Take them right back with yeah, us. Yeah. At least not uh, coming here, but, uh, but then, you know, speaking of Philip Foster there, he was, uh, he ended up in the ER that morning, Thursday yeah. morning or Friday morning, I guess. But, uh, he's, I forget what they call it now, but it's kind of a, kind of a weird deal, but he, he, he was feeling good enough. He came back on Saturday and jumped right back in so i was not expecting to see him in the hotel lobby when i got down there saturday morning but i was neither i was glad to see him up and about kind of scary we didn't know what to think on friday i just kind of had a uh text message that he went back and then i guess he was in the hospital room yeah yeah, glad he's doing all right yeah he's ready to roll he's ready for winter classic already so um yeah i mean there's what else is there to talk about they had 109 vendors this year uh, I don't know how that ranks all time, but I know it's up over the past few years. Yeah, it was good and a lot. And, you know, it's uh, we think Autumn Oaks is big, and it is big, you know, but as far as vendor-wise, uh, well, they they double that, you know, more than double it, actually, from what we have. But, yeah, a lot, a lot of vendors they did a great job with that and setting all those up. And that's that's a lot for somebody to set up, and they do a pretty good job with it. Yeah, yeah. We had a chance to talk to a lot of the different Grand American Committee. And you don't really rec- – it's a, it's a whole collection of the, st- the clubs in the state of South Carolina. Most of them have a representative there that's putting in some sort of work. And uh, I think one of the guys that uh, – uh, you see a lot of people there over the course of the weekend. Uh, I think you had a chance to catch up with some people on Thursday and Friday, Some, and uh, we we probably get to the Grand American Committee member last. But who were some of the guys you had a chance to talk to over there? Yeah, I got our podcast stuff. We took it along and, and did it right there on site. They gave us a nice little room to do that kind of off, uh, just off to the side there a little bit in a nice little room. It's kind of cold in there, but uh, I got it all set up, and you were you were already in the hunt office, I think. Uh, this was uh, Saturday, I guess, but uh, I set it up, and I walked outside, and there's Lovis Burns from uh, North Carolina. He's a black and tan guy, and you and I both know Lovis, have known him yep. for a lot of years, but I – I told him, he said, Lois, can you come down here, come over here and sit down with me, and I want to try out my, make sure everything's working good. Plus, uh, hey, give me a chance to sit down and talk to the chat with Lois for a minute. So, yeah, I did that, and he was gracious to do that, and he said, sure. 
came in there, sat down. So here's Lovis. Well, I've got my first victim here at the Grand American. It's Saturday morning. It's raining outside, and I uh, I came up. I, I came across Lovis Burns from North Carolina. How are you doing this morning, Lovis? I'm doing good, Alan. Glad good. to see you. Enjoying the Grand American? Always. It been, it's a good day for a duck, right? It is. If anybody's <laughs> looking to duck hunt, hey, it's plenty of weather for you. <laughs> hey, it, it, the, but the hunt last night was, it didn't really rain much. I think it did a little bit, so I think they had it, it time pretty good, really, but this morning it's been raining. Yeah, it's been raining. I saw some of the scores, uh, some great scores. Yeah. Looked like some people got to some nice places, put out some good scores. So yeah. Are you, looking hunting like this, a, are you hunting this year again? No, not this year. This is the first time in years that I haven't signed a dog up. Really? Yeah. Why, why aren't you hunting? Well, it's just been one of those years. My dog's kind of sick, so he's the only thing that I have to hunt, and I just didn't sign him up to, to take the chance. But I wanted to come down here and fellowship and see everybody. Yeah, you, how long have you been coming here? Oh, I've been coming here since I was 18, and I'm 42 years old now. Uh, it's been a while. It's been, yeah, a good while. Yeah. Yeah, well, heck, it's always good to see you here. And when's the last time you did hunt? You generally hunt here, don't you? Yeah, I generally yeah. hunt every every year. Hunting those black and tans. Right? Yep. I think in one of the last uh, one of the last couple of episodes, we mentioned your name. I think a couple of times we did that historical list of uh, reproducers, and I think I'm pretty sure we mentioned your name a time or two. Yeah, I've had a female on there a yeah. couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a good thing. So what what you got any good dogs right now or what? Well, right now my male he's he's a Grand Night Champion, PKC Champion, Midnight Thunder, Black Steel. Yeah. Um, he goes back to Gypsy Woman, and Gypsy Woman is out of. Um, She's out of Bad to the Bones, Black Hawk, and Snooky. Yeah. And she's currently the number five current reproducer. I think she's the one that we were talking about a little bit where yep. I came in. I remember Black Hawk from back in the day when I first started. He was running the Prina series, and he was really young back then when he yeah. jumped in. He was one of the youngest hounds that first year in the series, I remember. He was holding his own, and seemed like that dog just uh, was just consistent throughout his whole life. He was. He he did a good job. I actually got a chance to hunt with him once when B.J. Birmingham was hunting. Oh, yeah, down in and Alabama. Down in Alabama. I uh, had a good hunt. Got a chance to finally see him go, and uh, I was impressed. Yeah. I hunted with him mostly in the north country there, but he was – and the hunting in Alabama is probably a little bit different or whatever, but he always looked good about it. every time I saw him. Yeah. He always looked good. I like that dog. He did. But here we are talking about reproducers again, and we're at <laughs> but I love talking about that stuff, some of those old dogs like that. It is. I haven't had a chance to listen to the podcast yet that you yeah. guys currently going, but I'm looking forward to listening to it. Yeah, well, there you go. Hey, Lois, I appreciate you taking a little time here, and, and enjoy your time here at the Grand American. Always good to see you. Yeah, you too, Alan. I appreciate it. So, yeah, there you heard it. He's a, he's a great guy. You know, he's from not too far from there. He's always at the Grand American, and he's been going there for a long time. and. And everything so it's always good to see Lovis. he comes to a lot of our major events always goes to black and tan days and we see him at autumn oaks and winter classic obviously the grand american and uh, uh yeah just a good guy so it's always good to see him and then the one another they have the dog barn there which you you know at the headquarters we we're sitting there and we hear there's always dogs barking. You can't there. miss the dog barn at the you American. Can't. You can't. You can't get away from it either, you know. But really, it's kind of like living next to a train tracks. You know, after about three months of it, you don't even hear the train anymore. That's true. <laughs> so, That's true. So, but anyways, speaking of the dog barn, I went through it, and there's Brandon Woods from Virginia. He's a master hounds, and he's probably somebody about my age or whatever, known Brandon for a long time. And he always brings a couple dogs there to sell, and he's he usually brings some beagles too. But he's uh, got a, he always has a string of a half dozen or so dogs he brings, and always has them in good shape. And they're good hunting dogs, you know. And and uh, 
Uh, so I asked him if he'd come in and sit down. I wanted to sit down. So I had a chance to sit down with Brandon. Here's he and I having a little conversation there at the Grand American. Morning, Brandon. How are you? Good morning, Alan. How you doing? Good, good. It's getting wet yeah. out there this morning, yeah, aren't we? Getting a little shower, yeah. I found you sitting over there at the dog barn. You always bring a couple dogs here to the Grand American, don't you? Yes, sir. We usually bring a few rabbit dogs and yeah. a couple, couple coon dogs down. Yeah, you do both, don't you? You yes, rabbit sir. hunt a little bit, too. Yes, sir. Yeah. Are you selling a few, are you? Yes, sir. Have, yeah. have, had good luck this weekend. Uh, crowd's good. Uh, economy seems to be doing good. Yeah. And, it's coming back a little bit, I think, since it's, the pandemic's hit, so I think it's doing a lot better. Yeah, it seems like it. How long have you been coming to the Grand American? Uh, I'm going to tell my age on this one. Hey, but. <laughs> I've already done that, too. <laughs> uh, 42 years. Oh, yeah. 42 yeah. years. I yeah. missed one year in 42 years, mm -hmm. and I'm I'm just 50 years old, so I've been, you, since, yeah. since, since I was eight years old. You still got any dogs in the hunt these days, or what? Here's, we've we've got one. We're still pushing a little bit. Yes, yeah, sir. yeah. Did you ever do any good here as far as winning or come close to it or anything? Yeah, like we've that? we've placed fourth and had a couple cast wins, and that was with rain, was it not? Yeah, the Timberpressure Rain female. Yeah, it yeah. was at the 50th anniversary. I think they had down here. The, yeah, but, yeah. Hey, so that's uh, I have not missed any since I started working at UKC since 2005. <laughs> you know, and yeah. seeing a lot of different types of or uh, you know the weather could be anything here. You yeah, know, but. This is kind of typical, you know, it's this, January too. It's, it's January weather, but that don't stop a crowd down yeah, here. They yeah. they come no matter what. Yeah, so it looks like the the dog barn this morning is buzzing. They have that uh, special or a separate barn where they set up dogs for sale and things like that. Yes, you, sir, it, you always the, bring a few dogs down. Yes, yeah. sir. We've been in the same spot, I guess, for, I know, 30 years. Yeah. You know, we've got a lot of repeat customers and yeah. meeting a lot of new friends and making uh, make several friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, hey, I, I, uh, I see Gate City, Virginia, where is that? That's on the southwestern tip of Virginia. We're okay. close to northeastern Tennessee. Okay. Right there on the line. Yeah, so we're, your hunting here is going to be a little different. It's oh, pretty it's, flat uh, here it's, where you're uh, at. It's up and daylight down. Daylight and dark difference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you like <laughs> There's no mountains down here. <laughs> yeah. How, how do dogs uh, acclimate to that? Not uh, not much of a problem bringing your dogs down not to something like this. Yeah, yeah, no, not for us. We seem to do all right, really. Do you, do you get to hunt in stuff like this quite a bit? You're not that far, right? Nah. Well, I make several trips down here. I, yeah. mean, I come down here quite a bit. Yeah, hunt, yeah. Got yeah. good friends and yeah. hunt, hunt with them and everything I bring is pretty well used to the territory. Yeah, you take your dogs all over. We see you all over. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I used to like to do. Take your dogs all different parts of the country. See oh, how yeah. they do. Not always going to look good everywhere. But no, but coon dog's usually a pretty good dog about anywhere. If, if, if he's going to be a coon dog, he's going to get treated wherever he's at. Yeah. I mean, if he's sure enough a coon dog, he's going to. Yeah. He might not win. Yeah. But he's going to. He's yeah. going to give you a sporting chance. Well, Brandon, hey, it's always good to see you and appreciate you sitting down with me here for a minute. Today. Yes, sir. No, I, I thank y'all and appreciate UKC. Yeah. Well, hey, enjoy the rest of your day and. And hope you got a raincoat for at least part of the rest of the day here. Yeah, I'll see. Just I'll, I'll stay inside the barn. barn. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. There was Brandon. Oh, by the way, I have. I don't know that I've even told you, but I'll tell you here. He wanted me to ask you about an RQE for his cloak, Trevor. So <laughs> <laughs> put you on the spot right here. Yeah, so there go. Brandon, yeah. I have not forgot. I almost did, but there you go. I have now told him. So. <laughs> we I, we have talked. <laughs> okay, we got it covered. Okay, yeah. you did. And maybe I did tell you. I, I may have told you. So. But yeah, then after Brandon, um, Doug Schuler is a guy that was recently, uh, he's one of the directors, I guess, is his title with the Grand American. He's, he's, he's an officer right. uh, there and has been for the last, I don't know, three, four, five years. Right. Great guy from right local there in Orangeburg. Right. And uh, 
he's judged final casts, you know, over the years and a lot of things like that. He actually had a dog, Sis. She uh, placed in the top 20 on Friday night. So uh, I had uh, asked him earlier, soon after we got there, I said, hey, Doug, I'd like to get you on the podcast, you know, whenever you got time. So Saturday, uh, he had a couple of free minutes, and he said, I'm good to go. And he asked me if he could bring his handler in. He has Josh Deloach, uh, Deloach uh, handles sis for him. And then um, I said, sure, bring him on. But then he also had a young handler, Bentley Whetstone, who also handles sis in a bunch of the youth hunts. And Bentley loves this dog. So I told him, sure, bring him on. Let's uh, let's sit down and, and talk. So uh, here's Doug, Josh, and little Bentley, and we're going to talk about uh, uh, we're going to talk to Doug about the Grand American, and uh, and then to the to the other boys about sis. So here you go. Hey Doug, how are you today? Good, Alan. How about you? Well, we're wrapping up uh, Grand American Saturday afternoon here. It's been a pretty good weekend. Yep, a lot yeah. of dogs over three hundred last night, a little under three hundred tonight. Yeah, uh, perfect weather yesterday. A little bit of rough weather this morning, but cleared up and sunny. And gonna should be make for good hunting again tonight. Yep, ready to go. To the yep, ready to go again. Got a little little bit muddy around here. It came down pretty good this morning. Yep, but yeah. It, I mean, if you're hunting, you're in the mud anyway. Yeah, you're from close by Santee, South Santee. Carolina. Yep. Yeah, how Santee. far? Santee. How far is that? About there? 20 minutes. Isn't there like a Santee Lake or yep. river or something? Lake Marion. Lake yep. Marion. Big Lake Marion, yeah. right on 95. Yep. Yeah. How long have you been coming to the Grand American, Doug? Uh, probably since I was his age, nine or 10 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. His. Let's talk about his Bentley Whetstone. Is that is that you, Bentley? Yes, sir. How old are you, Bentley? Nine years old. Okay. How are you related to Doug? Just a friend. Friend of Doug? He's my cousin, but he calls me uncle. Okay, that's Uncle Doug. <laughs> yeah. Have you been to the Grand American before? No, sir. No, this is your first year? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. What do you think about it? Good. Good? You like it? Yes, sir. You seen go around and look at all the dogs and stuff? <laughs> yes, sir. You like coon dogs? Yes, sir. Do you have any favorite breed or anything like that? You like one better than another one? No, sir. No? You like them all? Yeah, you gonna coon hunt when you get big, or, or grow up, or squirrel hunt, or what? Rabbit hunt, something. Yes, sir. Coon you like hunting. coon hunt? You like that? Yeah. Oh, you are hunting in the U series. Yes, sir. Yeah. Have you done that a couple times? Yes, sir. What dog did you hunt? Sis. Sis. What What kind of dog is it? A Walker. Walker, walker dog. Oh yeah. She doing good for you? Yes, sir. Oh yeah. Good at calling her. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, good deal. <laughs> so, uh, Doug. Uh, we also have uh, Bentley Whetstone sitting here. Bentley, how are you? Or, I'm Josh. sorry, ben, I'm Josh Whetstone, or Josh, Josh Deloach. I'm going to get it right. Yes, sir. <laughs> Josh Deloach. What's happening, Josh? Not much. Yeah. You uh, Have you been to the Grand American a bunch over the years? Oh, yet? yeah. Have you? All my life. All your life? Yes, sir. Yeah, so you're not all that old yet. Nope. nope. 25. 25? Yeah. Yes, are you sir. hunting in it or what? Yes, sir. Are you? I played six last night. Did you? Six? Yes, well, sir. congratulations, Thank man. Thank you. What dog? Uh, Sis. Sis. Okay, yep. same dog that Bentley's on. Yes, sir. Well, I bet Bentley's pretty tickled about that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no wonder you're here, too. He's hunting your dog, huh? You got a good handler, probably, don't you? Is Josh a good handler? Yeah. Feeling yeah. <laughs> better than Mama, but Mama thinks she can handle him, right? Yeah, well, hey, you've got, you're the only one here that's been hunting the dog. How did your hunt go last night? It went good. Yeah. Yep. Trade three coons. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yep. Pretty good for down here. Heck yeah. Yep. You hunting sis again tonight? Yes, sir. Yeah, good deal. Yep. Yeah. So where are you from, Josh? I'm from uh, Hampton originally. Okay. Yep. I moved to Santee, lived oh, yeah. in Santee for the last five years. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Have you been hunting dogs for a while? Yes, sir. Yeah. All my life. Yeah. Deer dogs, coon dogs. What is it what is it that you like about the Grand American the most? 
the Kunai. The Kunai. <laughs> yeah. Pretty big deal here, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yes, sir. Yeah, yep. yeah. So, Doug, let's go back to you. How, how long have you been coming here? I might have already asked you that. Uh, long yeah, time. 50 years. It? Yeah. <laughs> you ever had any good success here in the, in the hunt? Well, with come close, with, won it. What? Well, with Elliot, Elliot's dog. Oh yeah, we, we Elliot Schuler. Yeah, we won it with uh, Zippo. I think that was old seven with Squeaky. Yeah. Uh, I think that was fourteen. I think our two dog placed in the top four one time. Um, Cowgirl was high scoring dog a couple yep. nights. Yep. yep. We've had some some good luck. Yep. Yeah. I think Elliot had Cowgirl or one of those females up north, maybe Autumn Oaks, and my brother guided him or drew him that one day, and he told me that one time, he said, man, that was a nice dog. Yep. I think it was Could have been Cowgirl, could have been Jill, could have been J-Lo. Jill. I think could've it was Jill. Jill, I think, maybe. Yep. Maybe that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, hey, not just that, but you have kind of personally become involved as far as part of the committee of running. Yes, uh, sir. Uh, this is my third year yeah. being on the board. You've done a great job, man. This, uh, this year is uh, we've got some new board members with the fairground. Everything's running a lot smoother. Yeah. Uh, we've had, you know, three good days so far. Everything seems to be going good. So, yeah. You know, it's, I know David always talks about you guys have a banquet on Thursday before the, yep. before, and David kind of talks about, you know, every, and it's yep. like that with any big event. You know, you do a lot of planning and it shows there's, no other Kunan event where they have this many vendors. You know, Autumn Oaks yep. is big. Autumn Oaks probably rivals is as close as anything. But you have three times more vendors here yep. than we do at I think Autumn we Oaks. had 109 prepaid, and then we probably picked up another 20 roughly. Yeah. You know, just came in. So yeah. Some, wow. of, some of the vendors, uh, like Conkeys, hadn't been here in years, and they came back. I mean, oh, yeah. You yeah. know, that is good. It's, been, it's real good to yep. see the vendors come back. See, there's yep. one out of Florida, and you have vendors coming from all over. You have people yep. here from most every state. Yep. I mean, you got Valley Creek. You know, of course, Ray Conrad with Bright Eyes. Yeah. He's in the state. He's, he's a presenting major, sponsor. He's now. a major yeah. sponsor now. Yeah, and then uh, uh, the, another uh, couple that I saw here from the state of Washington, uh, Jason uh, Doobie and his wife here with Full Cry Magazine. Full Cry, I'm glad to see yeah. they're bringing that back. Yeah. We talked about that at the banquet the other night. I, I didn't realize, and I feel bad because I didn't get by there to talk with them. Yeah. So Yeah, they're great people. They're good. I, I'd like to got them on the podcast too, but I know yeah. they're busy in their booth. They're doing good yep. with their magazine. But I hated to see the Kuna. I mean, that was... Yeah. Kuna used I, to be the presenting sponsor right. here for years. And when I started, Elliot Shula got me back into this thing around 03, 04, actually competition hunting. I mean, that was especially, you know, the, 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 the issue after the Grand American. That was... I, I love waiting on y'all's magazine, the Kuna, to come in just to be able to see the magazine put it in your hand it's yeah. a lot different than than looking at it on the internet it you know is what I'm saying? yep i've yep. still got the magazine jaws and the coon at my house yeah. when we won every year we won the grand American. yeah and, and just about every year i had a dog place in it yeah or, do. or if you got lucky and get on the cover of a magazine that's something yep as elliot always called it the cover of the rolling stone yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's uh you know and it's Hey, we have a lot of good things with the internet, but it's kind of sad. Some of the magazines are just struggling, yep. you know. You know, but everybody yep. gets their information and has their information in their back Google. pocket on their phone. My wife calls me Mister Google. So I'm yeah, just as guilty that's as anybody. If you don't know, Google it. You know, yep, it's a different right. world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. you know, back in the day, Josh, you guys don't know. Back in the day, you know, you had to wait two months to find out who won the Grand that's American right. unless you were there. Unless you oh were there. boy, that's came right. out in the magazines. You looked to magazine. see who won. Yep. And you know, happened in January. You might mm -hmm. be March or so, and you were looking. Yep. Oh, look who won the Grand American. That's how yeah. we got their information. Yep. It's all so, over now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
What's yeah. what's some of the you have been around the Grand American for so long now, Doug? What are some of the biggest differences you might have see in the last maybe ten years or so, ten, fifteen, or twenty years that you would say? I reckon nah, the, big, maybe. the biggest thing for me is I'm the old one now. Yeah, hey, <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, I'm the old one now. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean the technology, even, even the whole sport, the technology with the Garmin's and everything. I mean it's it's changed so much, you know. Um, as far as you know, having the Grand American here. You know, the number count we fell off a couple of years is back now. But as far as, you know, the biggest change, like I said, the, the biggest change I see is just technology and as far as the whole hunting sport. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, you know, yeah. It's, it's done, you know. And me kind of on the personal side, I was, you know, about to get out of handling dogs all together. And then Josh and Bentley, Josh's family came along and we found a dog and they love us so much. So I said, you know, I got to get her for them. and. He's done a great job, yeah. you know, hunting her. And yeah. She stays in their house. She doesn't come to mind. She, oh, yeah? Yeah, you know, she does what she wants to do. Yeah, yeah. But um, that's basically it. Yeah. I mean, it's just. Yeah. You see know. that smile? Yeah. <laughs> Josh yeah. and I bought a new dog yesterday afternoon, a 14-month-old dog, and um, walked him back to the truck. And the first thing Bentley told us was, okay, he's yours and sis is mine. <laughs> there you go. See that yeah. smile? That's, yeah. that's what it's. Yeah, Bentley's got a big old smile yeah. there. Yeah. That's what it's worth. That's all. All it's about, right? Yeah, there. yeah. Well, let, Bentley, I got another question for you. Did you Did you go out on the cast with Josh last night with Sis? No. You didn't. When did you find out that Sis won? They um, they um, told me um yesterday whenever he after he got done. How he told won. you? Yes, Were you excited? Yes, sir. What do you What do you like about Sis? What do you like best about her? Like the way she trees? Does she tree hard? Mm, yes, sir. Does she? Yeah. She, Still in the real reason. She's easy to handle and she doesn't drag through the woods. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you need a dog like that. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just learning with her. What do you got there on your hand? You got a sticker or something a on tattoo. your hand? A tattoo. A tattoo? Yeah. What is it? A havoc tattoo. Okay. Bad habit. Yeah. I see you got a bad habit hunting supply shirt too. Yes. Those shirts are pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, Josh, uh, how long have you been hunting sis then? I've been hunting sis for uh about three years. Oh yeah. Yes. So sir. a little while. Yep. You know her as, oh yeah. yeah. I know her like you, the back of my hand. There you go. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> how long have you been hunting dogs? Um, I've been hunting pleasure hunting for uh long as I can go in the woods, but I just yeah. started competition hunting about about four or five years ago sir so oh, i yeah. really enjoy it yeah did yeah. you play sports or anything like that in school not in school i did yeah that was interrupting hunting yeah well, <laughs> there you go hunting. you know i people ask me what's so exciting about hunting in night hunts and things like that and i don't really think it's any different than than any other sport you know playing baseball mm -hmm. or, or or basketball and this it almost adds another ele element because you're you're competing with an animal yep. you know and and parts of it makes it very exciting or even more exciting i think you know yep. but uh unless your animal just is not cooperating yep. yes sir. that happens but, but it's the same it's the same intensity and the same you know you're, it's a competition that's right yep. yep so well hey guys i uh i really appreciate you taking time sitting down here doug i want to commend you and i know your committee guys are everybody's busy but i appreciate you taking the time to sit down a little bit and i appreciate we, you letting us come in well yes, we we appreciate you guys and everything your committee does here and 
and uh, I, I know you, you do a lot of work. There's a lot of work that goes in behind the scenes. And it's, uh, so it's people are doing thankless jobs. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we appreciate it. And again, you can see people are having a good time. Oh, yeah. So thanks again for a great Grand American. Thank you. Alan, I know we both have new Daltra Pathfinder 2s. How are you liking yours so far? I'm liking it. I've even had the opportunity now to use mine where I didn't have service, where I download uh, the map of that area, and uh, it works flawlessly. Love it. I agree. I really like my Daltra Pathfinder 2 as well. I've used it quite a bit the past few months. I really like the crystal clear maps. I like that it doesn't lose uh, service very much, and I, can't have, I don't have many bad things to say about it at all. Dogtra Pathfinder 2, the official GPS collar partner of UKC. So yeah, there you go. You can tell little Bentley, he was all smiles <laughs> and he just loves that dog. Yeah. That's his dog. You can tell. And he, it was, I think it made his day to sit down. It was good to have him. So, hey, thanks to Doug, Josh, and, and thanks to Bentley too. I appreciate you coming there and coming in there and sitting down and chatting with yeah, they were kind of flying high. It looks like they had a pretty good cast Friday night, 550 plus. I put them at like sixth place, I believe, overall. But uh, yeah, I guess that kind of segues us into the hunt, the night hunt portion of the event, uh, starting out with Friday night. Uh, I knew going down there, they were going to have a good crowd. I mean, uh, the the uh, pre-entries were way up this year. I think they had 157 or so last year. Pre-entered, and this year it was in the 190. So they were up almost 40 entries a night and just pre-entries which we talk about all the time, man, that helps a lot for the Grand American Committee and the guides, coordinators to know where they're sitting at. Uh, they still got a little, a, few, a couple of like 106 or 107 walk-ups, I believe. They ended up with 306 entries, so whatever that math equals out to. I don't have exact numbers, but 306 entries for Friday night. They had a great hunt. Um, they didn't have very many dead casts. I think they ended up with like 59 plus point cast winners at the end of the night. And one of the big things at Grand American that they – a lot of people shoot for is being in the top 20. The top 20 gets a cash payout. They get a pretty nice trophy or plaque, depending on their placement. And top 20 is what they shoot for. And it looks like the cutoff for the top 20 on Friday night, 375 plus, pretty reasonable score. Yeah, it, it was. And you mentioned that there's, I think, a certain amount of the entry fee that does go towards that top 20 each night. And a lot of guys don't know about that until they've done that for the last three, four years now, I guess. But it's pretty significant. Yeah. And it's a, it makes it nice for those top 20 guys. I think, what is it, $5 a dog or maybe $10 a dog that goes towards that. Don't hold me to it. but uh, I'm not but, sure the, <clears throat> the exact amount, but uh, it almost feels like it's like everybody in the top 20, I think they get like 300 That's It, it kind of depends on yeah. the entry a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. I think if you go to their Facebook page, it should probably have that somewhere, how much those guys actually got. But it's pretty significant just to place in the top 20 like that. Everybody gets the same, I do yeah. believe. You know, outside of the top four, you know, and that's the final four or whatever. But as far as the top 20 is concerned, and that top 20 can come from the register or the champion division. doesn't matter, just based on based on scores there. But, yeah, so, um, you know, it's a little different how they, uh, they've done it. Uh, they've had their format a couple different ways to determine their final four. Uh, they used to take two the two high-scoring dogs from Friday and the two Saturday. Those made up your four dogs on Saturday for the final four. But I think the system they have now, I think the guys really like that. And it's as simple as they're, you got to hunt two nights and then they take the the highest uh, combined double cast winners is what they do. Yeah. And that seems like the yeah. most logical way to do it. Yep. Um, yeah. The, I, I wanted to give a quick shout out to the folks in Orangeburg. I think we've probably shouted them out before on this podcast last year, the city, 
the county, the businesses there, they're always very welcoming and accommodating. But uh, I think this year, and, and again, we don't have exact numbers. Uh, the Grand American official Facebook page is a good place to go to see some of that stuff and, and reading what David McKee might have put on there. But quite a few, there was quite a few businesses in the area that kind of put some added money in it for not only the top 20, but I think the final cast as well this year. And they did. Yeah, I think one uh, the, au- the auctioneer that we we ate with on Friday night was one guy who put Riley some money Godwin. in. Riley Godwin, yeah. His, yeah. Yep, he was one, and one of his other partners that he works with, they also put some money up. Yeah, that's just a – I wish I had a list of everybody, and, and hopefully, I, know, I know that David and those guys kind of put their sponsors on the pedestal, but that's just a – Kind of an example of some of the ones who added in some money that just sweetened the pot for the hunters and yeah. made it a good made it a good deal for them. Yeah, and you and I got to go out on what was it Friday night? I think you and I went out with Riley and and his buddy Mr. Martin, both auctioneers, and kind of Martin's. That's a he's a that auction business for him is that's a, a big deal there. He's been in the world championship before. He's the real deal, legit. Yeah, and so is Riley. We listened to a couple of them, you know. So yeah, they those guys uh, they know what they're doing. Yeah, I'm glad professionals. We, I'm glad we talked about that because I didn't. We shouldn't gloss over that. We went to Mama's Country Cooking. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, the, I think uh, I can't, I think I ordered the like the English or something. Like they had a they had the Grand American, which is what you got, which yeah. is like a ribeye, and then there was a like a different entree for every breed. So yeah. they had all 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 six or seven breeds on there that yeah. you could order from. That was pretty cool. And she's so cool. You know, got to I don't know her that well. Got to got to meet her there at the at the table there, and and Riley was right. Man, that food is so good. And I don't know how we didn't. We've never known about this place. It's just up around the corner there from the fairgrounds. And I'm telling you guys, you got to go to Mama's Kitchen at least one time when you're there. Yeah. So that you know there's other places where we go there to eat and there's long lines and this and that that place should have had a line down the road to the gas station it's yeah. that good i now okay i had a steak of some kind it was really really good i wasn't complaining that we got a seat right away on friday night i was starving but yeah. I, it should have been packed you're right and it's you know it's just yeah. one of those mom and pop type of yeah. little restaurants or what have you but it's so good, good. Good customer service. Yeah, Cheap. remember that for next year, folks. Mama's what is it called? Mama's, Mama's, Mama's country cooking. I cooking with a K. I think. Yeah, yep. country cooking. Just ask somebody local there where it's at, or Google it, or something. You got to go check it out. Yeah, bring Mama some business, and it's you're going to be glad you did. <laughs> well, let's breakfast uh, too. They have breakfast, and we went there the next turn right around the next morning. Right. Went back to breakfast. That's it. We stopped yeah. right in there on the way to the fairgrounds. Maybe the maybe we'll get a free uh, dinner out of this here. <laughs> yeah, hopefully you're listening. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but on Saturday, Saturday morning we went to get breakfast, but it was kind of it was kind of crummy out. It had been raining, raining, not, yeah, not too awful, not storming or anything, but just a steady rain all uh, through the middle of the night and into the morning. And it probably dampened probably the show and the hunt a little bit. I believe it, it was raining right during what walk up time and would be, so it might have deterred some folks from from coming and entering. But they still had a good entry. You know, they had a hundred and ninety some pre-entries again for Saturday night and they got close to 80 or 90. I'm not exactly sure the number of walk-ups, but ended up sending 267 dogs to the woods on Saturday night. Yeah. Another good hunt. You know, I, I want to bring a point out, you know, we were talking about walk-ups and walk-ups have become more common in the last several years in UKC. We hardly ever used to have that at our major events. And it was actually the Grand American that first had those. So we now also have Metal Autumn Oaks Winter Classic and such, but Walk-up is, uh, you know, is one obviously where you just enter on the grounds, but they also have advanced entries, which generally, just so folks know, they're to walk up, you know, or it's a lot cheaper to, uh, to, to enter in advance. That's usually one fee. And oftentimes those walk-up fees, uh, they're usually pretty close to double. Right. 
Um, you know, so, but Hey, at least, you know, if somebody didn't get entered and they really want to hunt and, um, there you go, you know, you still have that option, although it's going to cost you quite a bit more. So if you know, you're going to be there and hunt anyways, I'd, you know, enter in advance, you know, for the, for the lower fee, but Hey, at least you get to hunt if, if they have enough guides. That's right. Yep. Yep. You're taking a shot on guide availability and that's for most major events these days. Yeah, like you said, at uh, about 3 a.m., actually, I, I probably rolled into the fairgrounds again on 2, a, 2 a.m., late Saturday night, early Sunday morning, however you want to look at it. Uh, the deadline's 3, and they never you don't always get all the cast back, so it's always 3 before they get everything tied up. So I got to hear some stories from everybody and catch up, and uh, about 3.15, and old David McKee hollered from the, uh, from the room back there to call in who the top four were and the guides and judges, so... Went back there and had their little meeting, and the final four was set. And I'm just going to go ahead and shout them out here real quick. Uh, we had Mafia Slinging Sister, obviously who you just talked about, Doug Schuler and Josh Deloach, uh, double cast winner on Friday night. She had 550-plus, and on Saturday, actually, the high-scoring dog, 1,325-plus. So I think she got to hunt quite a bit of time by herself maybe to get get a score like that. Um, we also had Little Swamp's Mad Max. That's uh, owned and handled by Stephen Shinneberry for the weekend. Uh, Max got 13th on Friday night with 450 plus, and let's see here, Max sixth place on Saturday with 825 plus. We had Bust 'Em Up Buster, owned by David Cox and handled by Dylan Cox. Buster got second place on Friday with 675, and he was eighth on Saturday with 712 and a half. And rounding out the uh, final cast was night champion Wipeout Threesome Jail Cell, owned and handled by Sean Welch there of South Carolina. And Jail Cell was actually first place on Friday night with 975 plus and uh, 15th place on Saturday with uh, 375 plus, enough to get him there in the final cast. So another final cast here of all South Carolinians uh, yeah. vying for that Grand American uh, crown. And man, it's hard to, obviously, uh, we know what world championships mean. And winning the national Granite champion means at Autumn Oaks, but the Grand American in South Carolina, everybody's shooting for that one. Mm-hmm. Since you, but as soon as you start hunting, you hear about the Grand American. Everybody goes there to shop, and everybody wants to win that hunt one day. Yeah, yeah. and the, you know this dog and Sean is uh, is uh, not somebody we see a whole lot at our at our UKC events, and um, uh, so it's always good to have those guys that don't you know don't normally hunt UKC events to see him there and, and Sean came there with a dang good dog he's won a lot with this dog in, in PKC and other registries and stuff and uh uh I golly he did good on both nights and made the final four and comes and wins the dang thing yeah the final cast was good guy too the final cast was awesome I just I just it's fresh on my mind because I just wrote the article just mm-hmm. uh Friday a few days ago let's say four or five days ago now and I had all the notes in my phone from where I got to actually go on the final cast and and spectate it and keep some notes so I could write my article for our publication. I think sometimes they put it in uh, maybe a newspaper there in Orangeburg for the locals to see and keep up with. But uh, it was 45 degrees on the way to the woods that night. That's not always the case in January in South Carolina. It can be a little frosty. It can be wet. It can be anything. Things, but 45 degrees with a slight wind. Um, it was a little bright out, uh, but an hour hunt and we we had a good hunt we cut loose and uh like you said at the end of it uh, it came down to, to a little bit of strike position there buster had a chance to win on a second tree tree to coon out of the truck buster did and ended up uh picking a bad time to make his first slick tree of the weekend after accruing uh, close to 1400 points over the course of mm-hmm. the weekend he got his first slick tree of the of the weekend at a bad time but uh yeah you're right fourth place ended up being um 
Bust em Up Buster, Dylan Cox Hunt and the Dog. Third place was Little Swamp's Mad Max with Stephen Chinnaberry. Second place was Mafia Sling and Sister with 200 plus in the, the two, tw- 2024 Grand American Champion was Night Champion Wipeout, Threesome Jail Cell, Sean Welch there in South Carolina, 225 plus. Went in the country and had a coon hanging over him. He was treated for over well over an hour before we ever made it to him and he had the he had the coon that he needed to seal up the victory. Yeah, and that's that is just an hour hunt, isn't it? That, it is. that hunt off used to be anyways, yeah. Yeah, he is uh, he was born in uh, September of twenty eighteen. Jail cell was I guess that's what he calls him. What does he call him? Yeah, I think he called him Cell in the so, Woods. Yeah, most will yeah. know who Jail Cell is, I believe. September of twenty eighteen is when he was born off. A Grand Night Champion Wipeout Three is how he's registered in the UKC. I think most of them know him as Three Sum yeah. is his sire, and then his dam is a Grand Knight Centerfire Gin is her name, but uh yeah, dog. It used to previously be owned by Bruce, uh, Bruce Raven is uh, a guy we uh, that we see down there sometimes and hunts the Grand American a lot as well. Uh, but now owned by Sean Welch and uh, from Bano, Bano, South Carolina. I'm not sure how how far that is from the Grand American there, but uh, yeah, South Carolinian homeboys got her done. <laughs> That's right. And I had a chance after the final cast, and you get back and you take pictures and everything, and by this time. The sun's creeping up over over the horizon, and they both have a drive home. But I was able to get uh, not only Sean Welch, but uh, someone who he considers a partner on this dog. Maybe not on the UKC paperwork that we're looking at, but they're they're partners on this dog, and that's Mr. Ken Strickland, also from South Carolina. And I was able to wrangle them in, and they they were more than willing. We had a little conversation there, and man, it went really well. You could tell this win means a lot. You you mentioned this dog's won a lot all over the country in different registries. Um, but this one meant a lot to him, and, and you'll hear that in this in this interview. So uh, without further ado, here's 2024 Grand American Champions, Sean Welch and Ken Strickland. All right, everybody. We're here early Sunday morning. Just finished up the final cast of the Grand American, and I'm sitting here with the last two standing. It's our Grand American Champions. We got Mr. Sean Welch and Ken Strickland, the owners of Wipeout Threesome Jail Cell. How are y'all feeling this morning? On top of the world. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Sean, I'll start out with you because I hunted with you tonight. Uh, kind of acquainted ourselves there in the in the woods. You say you don't hunt a lot of UKC events, but uh, Grand America is not far from you. So I'm sure you have a little bit of history with this event in particular. Yes, sir. Sure yeah. Do. It's uh, been a hunt around, around this area that everybody's always hunted in. A lot of people I know, a lot of older guys and a lot of guys you respect, you know, just won this, won this event. Absolutely. And uh, uh, just a little bit about the dog you're hunting tonight. Uh, Night champion wipeout threesome jail cell. Can you tell me a little bit about maybe his age and his lineage and how he, how you came about owning him? Uh, and, and then we can bring in your partner on the dog. Yes, sir. Um, he's uh, he's just turned five years old in September. Um, he's a PKC national champion, super states champion. He won about $140,000 in PKC earnings. Um, I came, came upon him, uh, we had a me and Ken had another partner named Bruce Raven. Um, he he pretty much raised him raised him from a year and a half year old from a pup to a year and a half old. We then I started hunting him a little bit and um, and me and me and him and Ken partnered up and uh, done a, done a lot of winning since then. He's he's treated a bunch of coons. We've had a lot of fun. Uh, been on the road some and not as much as we'd like sometimes, but uh, we've we've had a lot of fun with him. Yeah, we talked a little bit about the constraints that families and other obligations can have on you. Yes, uh, so that's why it's good to have good partners like Mr. Ken Strickland here. I guess you guys have been been friends for a long time, and you guys partnered up on this dog, and 
and kind of got a pinnacle. Ken, you came in when he was about a year and a half old, he said? Well, the first night I hunted with him, he was a year old, and we were hunting at Sean's Club, and we had, I think we had two platinum champions in the woods and another night. We had three nice dogs, and this pup shows up with Bruce, and he treed four raccoons that were sleeping in the trees, and the other dogs hadn't got treed yet. And I told Sean at that point, I said, if we could ever own that dog, I don't care what it costs, I want a part of him. He was a special hound. That was at a year old. Yeah. And uh, we got lucky enough to, to, you know, buy in with him and then end up owning him out right now. And he is a freak of nature. I've never seen a dog that you look at his scorecard, it's all 125 on there when you look at his trees. Ain't no, ain't no 50, ain't no 75. He trees, he's normally by himself. He's got a coon. He's a good strike dog. Um, eight trees, just no circle points, all plus points. He don't tree very many den trees, very seldom. If he, if he trees, he's got a coon on the outside. So just a once in a lifetime dog. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to say as much winning as you guys have done, there's got to be some things that set him apart. So probably his accuracy is probably the main thing. Uh, obviously probably a lot of desire for a hound like that too, to be able to compete and win at all different parts of the country. Obviously you guys are native South Carolinians. So around yes. here, he's probably used to this kind of hunting, but if you're winning, national championships and super stakes you're talking about illinois indiana ohio he can kind of he, he no matter the terrain he's he can his accuracy still shows he's won everywhere that's yes, everywhere we've taken him he's won 10 different states i mean he, he'll tree him anywhere he'll tree him sleeping he'll tree him that's what i think that's what separates him when the coons aren't moving he can tree him anybody can tree him when they're moving yeah, but yeah. the dogs that can tree him when they're not moving that's what separates the field there's not a big big difference between all the dogs, but but I, I'd say that that and accuracy that when they're not moving, they can go in there and tree a coon that other dogs can't smell. Well, let's talk a little bit about this week in particular. Now, uh, obviously Friday night, you guys were first place overall, had the high scoring dog. Uh, can you t walk us a little bit through that cast? Maybe not specific details, but just how the cast went in particular. The cast went very well. Um, we went we went to one of my clubs and I got it and uh, told the guys, you know. I'm gonna put you on some coons. Um, club hadn't been hunted all year, one time this year. And uh, I said, you know, we're gonna try to, you know, keep the dogs together and, you know, was, if we can call timeout move, I got some plenty of spots we can go to. And that's kind of what we did. We called timeout a few times, but we um, we cut cut loose and got, got tree with a coon. And um, another dog had, you know, a split with a coon and um, one dog was circled. Uh, we got back up and recut them again and um, treat them, sell, treat another coon, uh, other dog, treat another coon, same dog. And uh, then we uh, we cut loose again, sell, treat a coon 88 yards off the road. Um, and we called timeout after that and we moved the spots. All the dogs were there, um, got a hand on them and moved spots. And we had 27 minutes and 10 seconds left and we cut loose and he went 220 yards and got hooked up and had another coon and it it was one that you don't normally see he was a big den at the bottom um i already looked up in there couldn't see that far up in there and i backed off the tree i was about to give up an unshine outside of the tree and i went all the way around the tree i said i'm gonna go all the way around the tree it's a tall tree with the thermal and i happened to look up and it was a hole there it was two of them about the softball size and the coon was laying there like like he was just upside down, tail hanging out right there at the hole. 
big old big old bald up right there like yeah like look at me you know and you're like <laughs> oh I'm unbelievable i started hollering there he is i got him i got him and the judge and uh, another cast member coming there he is we got him and then i recut him and struck for a quarter and he treated another one with a minute and five seconds left on the clock and he went there located twice and rolled it over and we went to another dog that was treated first he had a coon and then sell had another coon so yeah. ended up with five. And at that point he had 825 uh when we turned him back loose yeah. struck him for a quarter and what a minute and what was it a minute and 10 seconds or so five seconds, minute and five five seconds. When I treat him. he treat him okay so he has 825 he goes ahead to hunts cook and run out trees him walks by me looks at me and says what would you have done i said we didn't come here for second place <laughs> there you go perfect yeah, you get an early indication in the weekend that it might be uh, it might be on your side. Of course, it may be on your side. But. I've, I've been I've hunted many 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 hunts, and that's the highest score, legitimate score I've ever seen. He nine, treated five, nine seventy five, nine seventy five, yeah. five, five raccoons. You know, that's just in two hours. That's getting after it. Yeah, started raining in the middle. It didn't rain on you guys during yeah. the cast. No, waited no. till after. It waited yeah. after we was yeah. on the way back here, and it started raining. Yeah. And the cast was very enjoyable. We had, oh, you know, yeah. we seen 10 raccoons. Everybody was laughing and cutting up, having a good time. When you're looking at raccoons, the yeah. cast is having a good time, Absolutely. I'm going to tell you, because I love seeing them, whether I'm pleasure hunting or I'm competition hunting. When you walk in the trees and the dogs have got, you know, raccoons in the tree, it's, it's fun. It's fun hunting. Yeah, you don't usually talk to the losers of the cast and then be too happy about it, but I talked to a couple guys from your cast today, and they had a ball last night on your – on Friday night in your cast, so – that says a lot about about where you took them and the dog the dog work by uh, not only your dog but it sounds like a couple of the dogs pretty did, did pretty good on the cast last yes time. sir uh moving on to tonight you know you had a little bit of rain uh, uh early in the day but it moved out and it, it felt pretty good coming in tonight but you obviously you got 975 in the pocket tell us a little bit about the saturday night cast early um we uh we cut loose and uh, similar situation from the night before and you know, pretty close to where we cut loose the night before and um uh i got struck for 100 and um all the dogs were split up the cell cell trailed trail trail trailed and um i knew right then the coons wasn't moving at the spot we were at you know it should have with four dogs cut loose right there somebody should have been getting hooked up in five minutes and it went on about 10 15 minutes in the hunt and um one dog got got treed and um had a circle tree and we walked back towards cell I treat Sale, we walked to him, he had a coon sleeping all the way up top and um, he recut him and we wasted a bunch of time. We wasted an hour and 10 minutes right there. And then the guy, another guy got treed um, and he was in the opposite direction about 0.5 and we went back to him and um, his dog had to, ended up moving as we was going in there. It was going um, in a thicket back and forth right off a big creek. and. We minus him and we had to walk back in the direction we heard sell and we was getting down in the 20, 20, 30 minute range and um, I treat him again and he had another coon. That's how we come up with the 375 tonight and we had less than 10 minutes left and we ended up recutting. The other two dogs never got, got treated in. One one was on the ground the whole night. So, And he he'd struck in a pretty good track there at the end with 10 minutes and we, we probably needed two more minutes. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so so late, early early uh, Sunday morning, it must have been, or uh, all the cats were in by three. They probably got us out of the fairgrounds building at three fifteen, cut loose, three forty five, three fifty, something like that. Um, tell us a little bit about the late round. 
or the I guess I should say the final cast. Final cast, cast yes, sir. Did, um, did you know some of the guys in the cast at all? I know uh, some of them were locals to here, but I know if you had ever hunted with them at all. I, I knew I knew a couple of the guys. Don't know them real well. One of them's a good buddy of Ken's. Ken can tell you more about him. He bred actually bred a female to sell. Yeah. Um, we hunted against him, and then I I know uh, Dylan Dylan Cox. Uh, I know his daddy real well. Really know David. Been, he's been hunting with David. He's a state PKC state president for a while, and known him for a while, and um. You know that I didn't. I knew that you know Doug Schuler's um, dog a little bit, and me and his brothers real good, real yeah, good friends, yeah, yeah. and we have a dog together. I got you. So um, you yeah. know we knew of each other pretty much more than we knew you know yeah. really knew each other well. So yeah, yeah. Uh, can you walk us a little bit through what happened in the cast? Yes, yeah, sir. We uh we went down a long dirt road and parked, and we walked out on a big hill and cut loose in a big swamp bottom and sell left out barking and i was about to strike him i ain't gonna lie i i hesitated i said i'm gonna wait and see what happens and i thought he was struck and about 40 seconds in a minute he hushed up and about 150 yards he picked the track back up and it was about two minutes into the minute after the minute and uh, i struck it for 100 other dogs got struck and he trailed 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 and trailed one up 600 yards from where we cut loose and he fell treed up there's uh, two other dogs already got treed left-handed from us, and I tr I got to tree him on the way to them, and um, all do and then another dog got treed on the way in. So all dogs was treed, and uh, me and one of the judges left the cast and went to sales tree. So I didn't really get to see what happened. I'm sitting over there at the tree for an hour and thirty minutes. And <laughs> coons seen the coon going into the tree, and he didn't look very happy at being there. He went about fifteen foot up in the tree, and me and me and Mendel sat there and my judge and I said, boy, I hope that coon don't cross out on us. He's not happy for being up there. And, and uh, luckily he didn't, he stayed right there. The, the judge, other judges got there and we got him scored and we had one other tree to go to. And I walked with the, the judges and you you yourself and um, the guys were there at the tree and we uh, we scored the last tree. And, and uh, then you got to take my picture and <laughs> got me teared up a little bit there and uh, got a little emotional, but yeah. It was it was good stuff. Hey man, huge huge accomplishment. Um, I guess I I kind of spoiled it. I guess I was supposed to keep a secret who won till we got here, but I kind of spoiled that. So I apologize to David McKee for that. <laughs> I guess I should listen better in the in the ceremony or in the the instructions back there. But uh, yeah, I was told that, and uh, Ken was texting what's going on. Everybody was texting me. You know, did you win? I said. I didn't say nothing, and I saw you post that picture. I said, y'all go look at UKC yes. Facebook. That's all I can tell yes. you. I can't tell you nothing because I was told not to tell nobody until we got back. But if UKC wants to tell it, y'all can, can look on their website. I should have told David I got that we got hacked, and it wasn't me that did that. Right. <laughs> No, man, but what a what a moment. I know you've you've won all over the country in different things, but to win the Grand American in your home state and in a place where they hunted – you know, 550 some dogs, about 567 dogs this weekend, or looks like a great weekend uh, for, for the state of South Carolina, for Orangeburg, for the local clubs around here, uh, bringing everybody in. Uh, just a great accomplishment. I want to congratulate you two. Uh, I, I'm sure you guys have some thank yous you want to give out to some people before we close up shop here. Yes, I sure would. Um, I'd like to thank. Uh, my my truck man riding partner John Ha he's he's a ride or die he's he's with me all the time every night there's a lot of a lot of boot work and um you know especially Ken and uh my partner I mean he's he's there for me all the time and 
we talking coon hunting, we talking fishing, we talking something all the time, you know, and um, it's good to have a friend like that and a partner and somebody's going to stand beside you no matter what, even right or wrong, you know, and he's he's right there for me and my wife and, and uh, putting up with this. I called her at 6.30 in the morning, I woke her up and said, baby, we just won the Grand American, <laughs> a dream, you know, son. I said, wake up. I said, you coming to Orangeburg? She says, I wish I could, but she's getting ready for church, so Absolutely. we, we – uh, we missed her in the picture this morning. You'll have a happy wife and kids when you get there, I'm yes, sure. Yes, sir. My little boy said he wanted the biggest trophy, and uh, I said, well, we're going to try to get it for you, buddy. Now I can tell him we got it. You got the biggest one they handed out. Yes, right. sir. Ken, you want to give out any thank yous for me? Again, I, I, of course, Sean, he's the best partner and best friend you could ever have in the world. He's unbelievable. It's not for him. I'm not sitting here. I'll just be honest with you. He's, he's the reason we've been so successful. He's so – you know, just persistent and will not give up. And uh, he finished sale to, to where he is today. If not for Sean, we were not here, you know. But, uh, of course, like he said, John hides with him everywhere he goes. He's got somebody there. Couldn't do it without that. Johnny Altman's been with us from, you know, from, from day one, supporting us, helping us with the breeding program and that kind of stuff. Then, of course, our spouses. We couldn't do it if our families I had to leave a – a Ukrainian uh, Christmas gathering for my, my wife is Ukrainian and her whole family is at the house. And I had to slip out the back door and get up here in time for the hunt and everything today. So, I mean, it's tough on the family. My dad would have been here with me, but uh, my, my cousin Alan came in this place. My dad's 82. He loves it. I started coon hunting when I was four years old. Yeah. And uh, my uncle Roy, he, uh, <clears throat> he passed away a few years ago and uh, he's looking down on us. Absolutely. He's been with us the whole time. He's my buddy. So that's what you want. Absolutely. Well said, man. Uh, I, I told you guys I would take up just six or seven of your minutes. We have already almost tripled that now. So mm -hmm. I apologize. I know y'all got a million people calling you and texting you, man, but Man, what a big moment for you guys. I want to congratulate you again. And, uh, hey, that's a wrap from here in Orangeburg, the 2024 Grand American. And I'm sitting here with the the champions, Sean Welch, Ken Strickland, and Wipeout, threesome jail cell. There we go. That's kind of the night hunt por portion of the event. A good. really successful hunt for those folks over the weekend. Good stuff. Good interview, too. Yeah. Let's uh, fast forward to the show portion of it. Uh, didn't get to see a ton of the show on Friday. I'm sure you probably didn't get to see much of the show on Saturday or yeah. on Friday either. Yeah, I didn't. You know, I mentioned I was kind of alone over there at the at our UKC table, but I did uh, I did slide over there a little bit later on towards the end when they were doing the kids show and um, and was that Friday? that might have been Saturday? I forget now, but I did watch just a very little bit of it. But yeah, the legend Lee Curran's. Uh, yeah, got to he was judging. Judge yeah. yeah, good Absolutely. for him. You know, I remember, speaking of, you know, I remember when I came to UKC, you know, it was almost 20 years ago, you know, Lee and, and some of those guys his age, they were the veteran judges at that time, but, uh, you know, their age is creeping up on them, but it's, but it's good to see that he's still getting the judges show like this. Yeah, absolutely. Well-deserved by him. And mm -hmm. he had a good, he had a good group of dogs to judge. Looks like they had 108 entries just in the license portion of the show. Obviously, I don't know how many pairs or dual champions they had or all that good stuff, but uh, ended up being a good show for him, um, and then yeah, I don't the uh, 
they what they do is they pick the six category winners, obviously the grand champion male, grand champion female, champion male, champion female, and the best male show and best female show. And those advance to Saturday in the overall. The, the overall. Right. So right. that's kind of how they do it. So we had their six winners from Saturday or from Friday. Fast forward to Saturday, and Megan Perez was the was the been show judge. Yeah. Of full circle here. I remember just a couple of years ago, Lee Curran's picked Megan Perez's dog to win the world, world championship, championship in Peru, yep. Indiana. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's pretty. That's pretty fun. And uh, Megan had another good group of dogs. Like I said, I think the dampness and the, the rain might have deterred a few people from coming out for the show. Down to ninety one on Saturday. Well, there were there was a there was some folks from the Northeast that usually come to the Grand that's American right. with a bunch of dogs that didn't get to come because of the weather. Yeah, absolutely. I think there was a lot of. Uh, a lot of bad weather on tap, uh, snow and stuff in the Northeast, snow and freezing rain and stuff like that. So uh, they missed it, but I'm sure they'll be back next year. But still a great entry, um, and she whittled it down to another great six dogs. And uh, did you get to go see them and pick them pick the overall win, winner at all? I did. Uh, I did. I, I think I did. I was out there a couple times, and I didn't. I wasn't paying that much attention. I was talking to people, but I think I was out there when she actually selected the overall. But uh, yeah. Um, you, they usually have a panel of three, right, to come back and. No, they didn't. Oh, you know what? Maybe I wasn't the there at that winners. time then. Yeah, I remember you were on the panel last year. I was, but yeah, they yeah, yeah they didn't ask me this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, speaking of asking, I want to give a shout out to Daniel and Gary Champ. Daniel runs that basically uh, puts on that show, you know, uh, and her husband Gary from West Virginia. Uh, they do such a great job, yeah. you know, and they're busy all day Friday and Saturday with putting that show together. And then those other folks that helped them, I don't know all their names that were helping. They had a couple new ones, you know, and a show announcer and they they just do a great job with it. Yeah. It's a good, great show. Yeah, great show. absolutely. And uh, we will, we'll start out with the reserve winner and the reserve winner is going to be a pretty familiar name right now. A dog that's a little bit on a hot streak uh, after winning autumn Oaks in 2023. And that is national grand champion, Confirmation champion, grand champion, Wabash River Lost Highway, a red bone male owned by Andy and Keith Emery and Curtis and Nikki Elburn. And obviously the Emery's right in North Carolina. Won grand champion male both days, both days. and then got reserve. Yep. yep. There you go. Great showing for them. Congratulations. And the overall winner was actually just a young dog, just a one year old female that won best female of show on Friday. And that was second wind stunning in stilettos owned by Janice Hunter down in Florida. Well, Tree and Walker female. Yeah, that dog I think was at Autumn Oaks and won the confirmation show on Thursday, if if I'm not wrong on that. And and uh yeah, that was Jason handled this dog. And uh, you know Janice. I think at the Winter Classic this last year was the first time that we had her sit down uh uh, to, to talk a little bit had her on the podcast and i remember she was kind of nervous like i ah, you know that's just not me yeah uh but she did a great job that time and you know jason he's doing some of his own podcasting he's doing some other stuff you know and he he kind of like likes doing things like that and yeah. does such a great job he's a he's very well spoken but right after they won that i asked jason if hey can i get you and your mom on the podcast here and we're talking about stiletto and or stunning in stilettos i guess is her name but uh uh, they did as soon as they got a couple, uh, a little bit of free time and good folks to talk to from Branford, Florida. Yep. Uh, they love the Grand American. This little dog they have, she's something special and they're having a lot of fun with her. And so I did get a chance to sit down. So here's Jason and Janice Hunter. Well, good afternoon, folks. Jason, Janice. Hello. Jason, <laughs> Jason and Janice Hunter from uh, state of Florida. We're here at the Grand American Saturday evening. And uh, usually, if you're on the podcast this late in the day, it means you kind of won something. 
I've got a little note here. Something about a dog named Second Wind Stunning Stilettos. Stunning in stilettos. Okay, Stunning in stilettos. Yes. Okay, it's uh, whoever filled it out missed the one word, but there we go. And the reason being, the first time I ever stood her up, oh, she stood up on her little toes, and it looked like high heels, so I thought, I've got to come up with a name with Stunning in stilettos. So she, <laughs> she fit that perfectly. Yeah, so... Uh, that's the big winner here at the Grand American, huh? Yes, sir. And I came into the show. I didn't see it. It was already over with, but I could tell, Jason, you said you were still shaking. Brothers, um, this win means a lot to me. Yeah, it was overwhelming. It's uh, 27 years of hard work my mom's breeding. Couldn't do this in this sport without my mom. Yeah. And that's why it means so much. Yeah. Well, obviously, it sounds like you bred the dog. So let's talk about that a little bit. What is she here? Her mama is a female we call a C... C. Sienna. Okay. And her daddy was actually a hunting bred male. And um, it wasn't a real strong plan breeding, but it sure worked out. Yeah. You know, there was only two puppies in the litter. One went to a man that's hunting her that is thrilled with the pup. Yeah. And then uh, Stella was the other. And the minute I took her out of that pen and stood her up, I said, oh, my goodness. I told Wayne, she's coming to the house. Wayne said, not another one. <laughs> she's she's going and she's gonna be she's going to some shows too. Oh yeah. Yeah. And yes. this isn't this isn't the her first uh her first big show, but uh, let's talk about some of what are some of the some of the uh shows you've done well with her now? Well, we Along have with, done uh we've had some amazing success over the years, but this past year has been a whirlwind for us really. Um we we, we were able to go to the confirmation show in Autumn Oaks is where it all started with Stella. Well, actually, we started in Winter Classic. Oh, you're Classic. talking about way back. But the first one was Winter Classic oh, yeah. that we went to. Yeah. She got overlooked there. But she was a puppy. She was one day over puppy. Was one she? day over yeah. puppy. Yeah. So we showed in juniors. And there was a bigger, you yeah. know, bigger puppy in there. Yeah. Or junior in there. So that, that dog won. But we knew she had a, a good way to go from there. Yeah. After that show, it really kind of gave us the foundation of, okay, this is what we need to do. This is the plan, and here's what we're going to do. And, um, you know, every now and again, you come across a hound that when you touch them, you go, wow. You just have that wow factor. Mm -hmm. um, and to be honest with you, that's, that's what this female is. Yeah. You put your hands on her, you know who she is when you touch her. Yeah. And her presence is an aura. First time I moved her on the ground, I said, oh, my goodness. She just floats on the ground. Yeah, she's you know? just a mover. Yeah. And, and honestly, I'm, and I've been told by several of the, the people that I look up to that she's the best we've ever had. Yeah. You know, and, you know, we've had some decent ones, Barbie yeah. and Locke yeah. and some of the you've others. We've had a lot of good ones. But yes. Yeah. It's just special and fun when you have something <sighs> like that. Well, that's what you Jason, know what makes it yeah. more special, yeah. I'll be very honest yeah. with you, is when you can do it for your mom. Yeah. And that, and you, you bred the dog and all that. Yeah. It's just awesome. Yeah. And he said, and Stella makes it fun because yeah. she loves it. Yeah. She absolutely loves it. You know, a lot of dogs you drag in there and they just, uh, they don't want to do it. Yeah. And she's just like, let's go. And she's got a little ever ready battery. She'll be over there. She, she'll jump up on me and she's bouncing like a little rabbit. I mean, <laughs> you know, this is the first dog I can honestly say, Alan, for years. And I've shown since I was 13 years old. This dog wants you. To get in the ring with her and if you don't get in there you feel silly not getting in there with her oh, yeah. she's just makes you want to show yeah makes you want to be in the ring. i That's had a picture of her at autumn oaks that um this is when she was a puppy and we were sitting outside the ring i don't even know who took the picture but it was on uh what is that smug mug smug. i think it was yeah. would have been and one of our media photographers it that was. was on there 
And she was sitting in those beautiful little sit that she could, she could do. And she was watching the ring and she was watching really? the dogs go around the ring. Wait and till it, I get in there. Yeah. She was waiting her <laughs> turn and she won there. Yeah. She won there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, big win today. A lot of nice dogs here at the grand American. Amazing. So have you, pr uh, primarily been showing her so far? Yes. In, yes. Uh, my mom, mom and I, mom and I have worked together since I was 13. Yeah. And, um, mom has always told me you work for what you get. Try hard, man. That's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. And when you start at that young age and you watch these youth that are coming up, and these beautiful dogs that this youth has now, the talent that's in the youth, it's unbelievable. But something that we need to focus on is try. Yeah. Believe in yourself. Yeah. Because the moment you lose belief, you forget who you really are. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And every now and again, you get a dog in your hands that makes you believe again. And this is Stella. Yeah. It's Stella. And it makes you want to go, probably go to a lot, a lot of shows. And that's kind of my, oh, yeah. what's, what's next here? I'm sure you kind of have a, do you have a writ kind of have a plan we're, in, we're, in, for like 2024? What's it look like for Well, for hopefully, you, you know, we'll do Winter Classic yeah. and then hopefully Autumn Oaks again and World and, you know, some of the bigger shows with her. And we, there's not a whole lot going on in Florida. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it's hard to champion a dog. Right now she's open. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, this will give her a few more points today. Yeah. But, um, you know, we're looking towards Winter Classic next. That and top 10 as well. Oh, yeah. Top yeah. 10. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. So for, for next year. So, for yeah, next year. she's right. She's already right up there. So, yeah. yeah. And in confirmation, she's uh, leading in confirmation. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit on the way in here before we were walking in. I asked you guys to think about the first, what you would consider the first major win. Janice, what do you remember the first big win that you thought i am here i have made this is this is major the, what was that the first dog that i really started getting attention with was lock promoted he okay. was the first one now lock was a nice dog i don't think he was my best dog but you know i had handlers coming to me boy can i take this dog can i handle this dog and we started getting attention with the dogs then we had uh Denim and Diamonds, we had, um, of course, then Barbie came along after that. Now, Barbie garnered a lot of attention because she was a really, yeah. she was a really nice bitch. Yeah. So, so it, what, what specific event would you say was your first biggest win? Remember that? I have to think about that. What's your favorite win? That's well, a good question. Barbie was Reserve World. That yep. was, that was mm -hmm. a big one. Yeah. Um, I, big major event. I'm trying to think. Jason, you got any? Any thoughts? <laughs> this one's on what? you first. Well, Mark. He knows what his is going to be. I know. He, he you know, Maker's Mark was, you know, here. Yeah. We won with him here. Yeah. So this is our second win here. Yeah. So I would say Maker's Mark was the big one. Um, with Sienna and Cosmo, he can, Jason can yeah. talk about that. Yeah. So what, what, how about you, Jason? Honestly, my, the one I felt like really put me on the map where I felt like I was in this game for real. I never forget. I had a conversation before I left the house with mom and dad, and I had make I had a great, beautiful, crazy Cosmo, and I had Sienna. He's Sienna, yeah. And I left the house, and they were both eight months old. And Mama said, "Where are you going?" I said, "I'm going to go to World." And she said, "Why would you do that with two eight-month-old puppies?" I said, "Mama, I just feel like I got a shot." And so I left the house. I went up there. Mom and dad laughed at me and said, "You're crazy." And yeah, because you drove how many miles? Oh my gosh, I drove 17 hours all the way up to World, and that was the first time I ever went to World and competed. Mm -hmm. And I won overall best male, Walker male, 
and overall best walker female with litter mates litter mates and uh it was it was an incredible feeling yeah it was an incredible feeling yeah. and it shows the true appreciation of someone who really puts in the work yeah. you know i'm a handler and i love to handle these dogs i handle primarily strictly for my mom mm -hmm. but it shows the work that she has put in yeah well you know jason enjoys the handling and i mean i love watching him show them mm -hmm. i like the breeding you yeah. know i enjoy raising the puppies and and um you know crossing dogs and seeing what i can get you and know then the and satisfaction it, of seeing everything oh, come together and absolutely it's yeah. yeah when you get i've got a, a couple puppies at the house right now out of one of my bitches and they're three and a half weeks old and they're just beautiful and i just take so much joy in that yeah. you know and if you know if they turn out to be something i keep i keep them if not then you know and a lot of the dogs here today were out of my stock that yeah. showed and i was so proud of that too yeah. i enjoy and enjoy so much getting these dogs in the kids hands yeah and i see that in you too jason just today they had a kids show you know and i see you out there supporting the kids and that's so awesome you know these yep. kids have so many good mentors you know and i think yep. there's a lot of folks out here that are helping these kids and it is showing yes sir it's showing yes well, sir. and not just that but getting quality dogs yep. to these kids because True. it's discouraging mm -hmm. when you somebody gives a kid a dog and it's not something that can could even win in the ring and i used to tell jason that when he was little i'd say we started with hunting dogs yeah uh, and, and you know if those building blocks aren't there if you don't start up my dad was a carpenter he yeah. always told me he said you start off square and you'll end up square yeah. it's the same with dogs yeah. you know yeah. it, you can't take a dog that turns out and make him stay straight you just can't do it yeah you know yeah. you can try but yeah. we did it for a few years and i finally said enough of this if we're going to show we're going to show yeah and i bred horses so I kind of understood confirmation, and I told Wayne, I'm going to go out there, and I'm going to find a few good dogs, and we're going to breed our own. Uh, yeah, so Jason, you know, we've talked about uh, some, of the, some of the wins that you've had and, the, and ex how exciting they were. Why, how do you still have that? You can tell you still have that excitement today. You're considered basically a professional at it. How is it still so exciting to somebody like you? Because it's so humbling. Truthfully, it's just that word. It's humbling. Yeah. When you get out with people in the ring, and I mean in the ring, and you're, you're against Christina Farlings, you're against Andy Elburns. Like the, this evening, I, the final two come down, that, me and Andy Elburn with that amazing red bone. Love the red bone. But taking it in stride and being humble is the best thing that can ever happen to someone. Yeah. And, and it's just a beautiful thing when you go out there and you get to compete with such talent. And then when you're done, even when you beat them, they come up to you and shake your hand. And, you know, somebody just told me today, we were sitting there talking. They said, you know, when you lose that excitement, go find something else to yeah. do. And it's I, hard to lose that excitement when you got a team. Yeah. Well, hey, folks, I know you've uh, you're wrapping things up here this evening at the Grand American, but I appreciate you taking the time to sit down with me. And congratulations again. Beautiful dog. Uh, very deserving win and continued success both of you. And I want Thank to say it. something before sure. you finish sure. up. Alan Gingrich, you, you truthfully have been a mentor, and what you have done for this sport and your attitude is flawless, and I love it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, really, I really respect you a lot. I think that you bring a lot to this organization, and you represent it like a master. Well, I appreciate that, Ditto. too. Well, you know, you kind of said that's – those are some humbling words that I appreciate. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, Thank sir. you, Alan. Thank you, guys. I mean that.
Yeah, so there you go. Um, just uh, like I said, it's I could have just sat there and listened to those two talk between them two. They're just great people, you know, and and appreciate the kind words from from Jason as well there. But uh, and uh, hey, it's right back at him. They're great people as well, good representatives of the sport, uh, good role models too for in a lot of different ways, both of them. So uh, Jason is obviously uh, his mother raised him well. Yep. You know, so, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a handful keeping this little one year old turn turns two in the beginning of February. So that's gonna be a tough dog to deal with for years to come, I believe. That yeah. duo there, that trio, I guess I should say. Yeah. And you alluded to a little bit earlier the the uh, youth bench show has kind of became a big deal here, or it's been a big deal here at Grand American on uh, Saturday. It ends up being pretty much evening by the time it's uh, wrapping up over there for the youth bench show after all the hunt dogs are are well and gone and it's getting dark outside. Cruise over to the bench show and there's a there's a good group of young young men and women in the ring vying for the youth bench show championship. And you know, uh, uh, that is the one that I watched the overall pick. Beth Jenkins was the judge. She judged the youth there, and that's the one where that I was watching the the overall there. So yeah. Yeah, Beth, uh, she she's kind of been on the right side of the 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 bench for the past couple of years. She's been on the hot streak oh. with a few different dogs. Um, and when we, when we talk about our top ten with it coming up, she's got quite a few dogs. She's well represented in that. So she got to go on the other side of the bench and judge some youth. And when she came out, she was sweating a little bit. Yeah. She had her work cut out for yeah, her. Yeah, she did. She there did. was uh, quite a few really talented young handlers in our sport right now, and it is it is fun to watch them out there, and they're just Hey, we were we were talking about that. I was actually talking to Jason Hunter when those kids were showing there. But just you know, look at it today. What what it, you know, twenty years ago, uh, we didn't have nearly this many kids, but we really had a push to get kids involved. And this is the result of it. And it's great to see. And some of these some of these young kids, little kids, it's amazing how good they really are. They have great mentors teaching them these skills of handling dogs and. And it, there's a lot more to it than just uh, setting them up on a bench and, Absolutely. you know, to, to make them, to set them up correctly and to learn the anatomy and the pinch points and things like Just so much to learn for handlers. And I think, I think there's not much better for, it's a great thing for dog or for kids to handle dogs on the bench because it makes them spend a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with a dog and doing so you learn so much Absolutely. more than you do out in the woods just to turn a dog loose you know right i think you just learn a lot more about a dog yeah and and like i said the all the category winners were in the ring when i came over there and uh what a stat group it was and uh, first we'll talk about the reserve champion they kind of run their show the same way take the category winners and pick a reserve and then an overall and kind of funny, we talked about our reserve uh, winner in the in the main show and in the youth show. Same dog, national grand champion, confirmation champion, grand champion, Wabash River Lost Highway, the reserve youth bench show winner yeah. here. But this time, Andy wasn't behind the dog. It was actually her and Keith's daughter, Peyton Emery, yep. that was handling yeah. to this big uh, recognition. Win hey, here. she's a good example. I don't know how old Peyton is, but she's you know not very old. No, not at all. But, and obviously, he's got some great teachers and everything, you know, but uh, good at it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then, so with them, with them still there in the ring, they went to pick the overall. And this year, the overall winner was champion PR Wills Mountain Dusty Rhodes. And this is the second year in a row that Jake Brooks and his dog Dusty Rhodes have uh, come out with the overall win in the Grand American Youth Bench Show. Uh, Dusty Rhodes is, uh, let's see, he's a four-year-old dog, looks like. 
out of Wheels Mountain Bullberry and Melrose Mountain Hit of Jasmine. And, uh, yeah, young Jacob Brooks. He's uh, 16 or 17 now. We talk about it in his interview right here in a second. But uh, just another just another good example of a kid who's – just since I've been here over the past few years, he's grown up so much, and he's just refi- he's refined his abilities in the show ring. And he's just – he's as good as any handler there is out there, out there handling handling dogs. Yeah, good kids again. They're raised raised well and enjoying their dogs. It's fun to watch them. Kind of funny. I, by the time I got over there, Jake comes out. I give him a handshake, and, and then here comes Jordan out of the ring. She was in, she was in there as well, showing for overall because she had won a grand champion or sorry champion female with her sideshow summer wind dog. So they were both in there competing against each other, and Jordan kind of roughs him up a little bit and gives him an elbow and says, "You're using my show lead, you know." It's like getting onto him a little bit. <laughs> it wasn't what she wasn't rooting for Jake out there. She wanted to win the thing, but uh, they they have a good uh, little sibling rivalry going on, and I think they're making each other better. Fun they, to watch. Yeah, that you know you got mama's mama in the background watching all that, and you can tell she's a proud mama as she well should be. Yeah, and I was able to grab Jake amid all the pictures and everybody talking to him and take him over and get a little interview with him. He's been on here before, I believe, as well. I think you. Uh, you interviewed him last time. But a year able, ago, yeah. Last year at the Grand American. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I was able to take him in there and talk about this year's big win at the at the Youth Bench Show at the Grand American. So here's my interview with Jake. All right, everyone. Saturday evening here at Grand American, and I'm sitting with a special person this evening. It's Mr. Jake Brooks. How you doing, Jake? Doing all right. You, Trevor? Yeah. So uh, just had to pull you from the show ring over there because you got yeah. another big win this year. I did. Uh, can you tell the folks what you won today? I won the overall the Grand American Youth yeah. show. And the kind of cool thing about this is you said this is two in a row for you, isn't it? Yep. Same with the dog. Same dogs. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the dog. Uh, he's a four-year-old uh, English male. I got him from the Beelands and stuff. I've had him for a little bit trying to work with him, get him where, I, where he needs to be, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, you just uh, – a couple of years now? Is that how long you've had him? Or yeah. did you get him right before this event last year? Or? No, I've had him for a couple of years now. Yeah. Yeah, you've had some luck with him at this event, I know for yeah. sure. Uh, t- uh, so his name's Wills Mountain Dusty Rhodes, right? Yes, sir. How, how old is he? And can he's you tell a, us a li- little bit about his lineage at all? Yeah, uh, he's four year old, and he goes. And he's a four year old, and he goes back to all the Beal and stuff. And yeah, like a bullberry, and Lisa's a jazz dog. Yeah, very nice. And uh, yeah, so I asked you. I missed a lot of the show this week yeah. over there in the hunt office. So yesterday you showed a little bit to Lee. Yeah, uh, how'd that? How'd yesterday go? For uh, he actually got beat by his brother that. Lisa Bettingfield owns too, so keep it in the family. At yeah, least. keep it there. <laughs> and uh, yeah. and your dog, you usually show Bobby Sue. She's she's out of commission right now. Is that yeah, right? out of commission right now. I had a litter puppies over. A little uh, litter out of pup out of her, and also this dog here, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, so that that should be a hot ticket item for the English oh, yeah. fanciers out there, right? Yeah, they're all gone now. Yeah. So for the for the main portion of the show today, you couldn't show because you guys have conflicts with Megan, I assume. Yeah, so. we. You had to sit around all day and wait for the youth show to start, huh? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us a little about the youth show. I, I, for me, um, and even in the the four or five years that I've been working at UKC and I've seen the youth shows, man, they just seem to get more and more competitive. I think the youth are just getting better and better at, uh, you know, fine-tuning their craft. They they do the homework before they get here, and it's competitive out there. It's as competitive as, as any show you go to in the year. Right? Oh, yeah. It is. It really is. That's what the betching is the judge. They said this was harder than the, a regular show to judge. <laughs> yeah. judges and stuff. Yeah, and it's kind of a, a funny moment. I'm mm-hmm. sitting there after the show's over, and, and uh, we're congratulating you a little bit, and your yeah. sister walks by. Jordan, she walks by, and 
She's giving you a hard time. She, oh, yeah. You, you guys have a little bit of a rivalry going oh, on. Oh, yeah, right? definitely. And she wasn't happy you were using her, her uh, show lead for the win. Eventually, either. yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Grand American here. You seem to have luck. You, you're not very old. Hey, what are you? 15, 16. 16 years old. So 16 years old. And already you've you've taken home a couple overall youth shows here. You've yeah. had luck in the main show here. What, what do you think about Grand American? How long have you been coming here? And, and what makes this event special to you? Uh, it's just like the start off the big event year. It's the start of the printing race and everything like that. And I've been coming here since I was little. They've got pictures of me just bumming around on wagons and stuff last year. <laughs> so I've been here a while. You still like coming here. And it's like a man, it's it's like a coon hunt and a fair and everything rid up, wrote, uh, rolled up all in one. They got uh, anything you could eat food wise. There's over 100 vendors here that you can buy mm-hmm. anything from coon hunting equipment to. Anything you desire out there. So it's kind yeah. of a cool event to come yeah, to. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And how far are you guys from here? About, I think about four hours, I think. So, honestly, in the grand scheme of things, it's a little bit closer to yeah, you for this than yeah. a lot of the events in the year. Yeah, about four or five hours ain't bad when you got to go to Indiana, yeah. right out of Mokes and everything. Yeah. So, so, uh, so with that being said, and it kind of being a major event close to you, bringing home these youth awards are, are kind of a big deal for you, I assume. Yes, sir, they are. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you're 16 now, and you've had a lot of success, not only in these youth shows, but in the other shows as well. We were just talking a minute ago, and and uh, coming up soon, we're going to do a, a podcast detailing our top 10 uh, Ben Show dogs are going to be competing at the Winter Classic. It sounds like you and Bobby Sue plan on being there. You, you plan to have her off pups and, and ready to roll by the time that rolls around? Yep, hopefully. We're all ready to go. Yeah, have you showed in that show before? I have. Last year, she was in it as well. Her, her as well? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a it's kind of a different one showing at night under the lights and I don't know I think it's kind of cool and different how each show is a little bit different as a that top ten is definitely special it's a special moment yeah well one thing's for sure and if you've kind of proven this over the the past few years that uh, even in those shows you got uh, they're gonna have to beat you to to win it all and I think people know that you're packing a good dog and you've you've earned your stripes out there as a handler and man you're doing good and and uh, and the the best thing I like about it and and you know. I like the multiple facets of you. Not only are you playing on showing at Winter Classic, but right away you're telling me you're getting ready to hunt in Winter Classic for the first time. You got a dog that you hunt. You have specifically for the hunt down there. You're getting yes, sir. Up. Yes, sir. Yeah. What dog is that? Uh, he's Bones. He goes back to Bone Collector. Yeah. And stuff. We got him like I think a couple months now. Yeah. Really liking him. Hopefully. Yeah. Have a little luck. You're like me. You said you haven't been hunting near enough this winter, but yeah. uh, hopefully as as we roll along here, you can get tuned up for Winter Classic. That's a fun one to hunt in. It is. I always tried to hit that one up before I ever started working here, but that's a fun hunt. So, well, Dusty Rhodes, you said he's he's four, four mm-hmm. or five years old now. He's going on four, going on four. So, what, what kind of what kind of plans does the future hold for you and him? Uh, hopefully, we'll try to hit a couple of major events here and there. Hopefully, having my little pups out of him somewhere around. Yeah. Try to, of course, push the major event wins. Yeah, a couple more of those. Well, you start you start the year off on the bank. You know, you yeah. kind of uh, you got your foot in the door already for the top ten with him, and also. Uh, you know, getting out there on the major on the major scene with him. Do you plan on running the, some races with him, or are you going to still focus on Bobby Sue some, or what? You know, he he may take a little spotlight away from her this year. Oh, he may get around a little go. harder. And I assume you're going to probably keep a pup or two out of that cross too to start yeah. working on, huh? We do. We've got yeah. a couple picked out. Well, man, I won't take up too much of your time. I know you got a ton of stuff to load up up there, out there. Your dad and mom probably. And even maybe your sister's having to, to, to load your dog box for you right now as we speak. But, man, congratulations on another big win here at Grand American. Uh, uh, Well-deserved. And I can't, see, can't wait to see what the future holds for you and your yeah. husband. Thank you, Trevor. Appreciate it.
All righty. Well, that's kind of a, a wrap on all the interviews that we got over the week. It didn't get as many, but I think we didn't want to get too long with this interview. We got the winners and a few uh, people who can give different points of view of an event like this and in different ways. So I think it'll be a good, a good listen for folks. Yeah. That, and, uh, Hey, this is also our opportunity to thank David McKee and Ashley Moss. And we probably shouldn't even be naming names because there's so many behind the scenes folks they have set for all their little committees, taking care of the dog barn, setting up the vendors, taking entries, confirming entries and everything. It's, uh, running the kitchen. You know, they have folks in the kitchen. They have a lot of folks that don't get much sleep like, uh, a lot of big events, you know, but uh, kudos to everybody involved. And, and also thanks to all the folks that come out there and participate in the Grand American. It's always a good one to, uh, to uh, enjoy first event of the year. Yeah. And before we go, I do want to mention, obviously, we just talked about overall winners here. For full results, if you haven't seen them yet, you can go to ukcdogs.com under Coonhounds, Understandings and Results. You can find full Grand American results there. The pictures will be on Smug Mug. Go check out the Smug Mug and see all the winners' pictures. And then get your February issue of Coonhound Bloodlines. I kind of just previewed this, the uh, set the magazine today for the February issue, and uh, it's got a good little good little stuff in there about Grand American, all the winners, all the pictures. It's a good little write up and everything. So get your Coonhound Bloodlines, and uh, we hope to see you next year in Orangeburg. Thank you for listening to the UKC Hunting Ops Podcast. Be sure to give us a follow so you don't miss any of our new episodes or content.